0: Hello, and welcome to another Flicks Pod short. Now, we're going to be doing a few of these in the next couple of months. It gives us an opportunity to cover items and films that we're missing in the main shows. And I'm really pleased that we have Elijah here to join us on these to tell it to us how it's going stateside. Hi, Elijah. How are you doing? Doing all right. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. Yep. Uh, And of course, Graham's with us. Graham's always with us. (laughs) Uh, when he's not watching mel now in our main reviews we never covered the batman
1: maybe we're not so different who are you under there
0: i'm vengeance now i'll put my cards on the table for me the batman is the film of the year so far for many reasons and we'll talk about those in a minute but I'm delighted that Elijah's managed to catch up with us and we can get his views on the film. So, Elijah, no pressure. Bear in mind, I've just said it's my film of the year so far.
1: <laughs> what do you think of The Batman? Well, Jeff, it's absolute trash. I need to revise your list right away. <laughs> <laughs> right just kidding. Next no, film. It's, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, And on to our next film. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it up until the finale. Yep. And I felt like it, it kind of went off the rails mm. from there. I mean, what kind of spoilers are we going into here? We can go into spoilers. Well, yeah, but okay. there's a spoiler alert <clears throat> on the show. If you haven't
0: seen The Batman, uh, you might want to go watch it, come back and listen to this show. And it might take
1: you eighteen weeks to watch the movie. But it's pretty long. And my wife walked out halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the kind of movie she likes. She just you know, she didn't want to spend that long watching it. In one sitting. But, so what um, if not a fan of Robert Pattinson, then? No. Well, okay. So she really liked the Twilight films when they came out. You know, she's a teen girl when, yeah. when that happened. She tried watching one of them with me, and she told me I was not allowed to make a critique. <laughs> so I was dead silent for the first 10 minutes of this, and then she shut it off. She told me she could hear me judging it without me having to say a word.
2: It was, it was the teeth grinding, was it? I,
0: I, I, I know you and your wife are close. I didn't realize you had a telepathic connection.
2: Oh, that, yeah. That, that's worrying.
1: Yes. We're at the point now where I know exactly what kind of film she doesn't realize she'll like, and she will.
2: Oh, wow. I mean, actually, I've been
1: that since since the beginning. And she knows if she watches a film, and I'm not going to like it, to just not recommend it.
2: Fair enough. Right. So she could hear your eyes rolling. Yeah.
1: So, but you, but you thought the Batman had a strong opening. I thought it had a okay. The first twenty minutes are my favorite Batman thing I've ever seen, outside of the warehouse fight in Batman with Superman. It That's was it. perfect. Yeah. It was so good that the rest of the movie like couldn't really live up to it. When you see. The, the the bat signal in the sky and like that dread as it's kind of pulling in to the shadows and the criminals just freaking out. Yeah. It's just, it's spectacular. It's amazing. It's glorious. Do you think
0: that first 20 minutes, particularly the fight on the subway calls
1: back to the Joker? No,
2: no, I don't think so either.
1: No, because it doesn't happen in the subway. It's on the, it's on the platform on the, uh, rather than, platform. than the train. Yeah. Mm. Yeah it's just me then for that one isn't
2: it well i i i thought it was quite weird because you have robert Patterson actually narrating at the start and i thought well that's a bit strange having him do it but then i you know i thought oh actually that's that's quite good and as as elijah just said that bit you just get the dread and the rain and the dark and every shadow contains a terror i just thought it, the first mm-hmm. two acts were so well put together so well put together and i also liked the bit with the Riddler in the guy's house, and you don't see him until the guy moves out of the way, and then you see the Riddler in profile in, mm-hmm. in the door. Oh, that was just so well done. You know, I jumped at that point and went, Oh, God, he's in the room with him.
1: Like, there are so many wonderful moments where, I mean, Matt Reeves really knows what he's doing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so all the reveals are exactly what you want them to. They're all pretty much everything's a callback to an earlier film. Even uh, his uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, it was all like the Ten Commandments and Ben-Hur and all these other, you know, old school movies put into the new narrative with Caesar and the Apes and all that.
0: We'll put a link in the show notes to a piece on YouTube where Matt Reeves went on stage where Michael Giacchino was given a concert, went on bended knees to ask him, to uh, score <laughs> the batman i know this because i was at that concert so uh, i will um I, I will do a link to it there but one thing i i, I want to pick up on with both of you is I, I find it interesting that batman over the years becomes darker and darker yes you start in the 60s with adam west where it's like just fun you go to the late 80s with michael keaton and you know that range of batman movies that are both camp And fun, there's a little bit of darkness there. Then you got the more serious side with Christopher Nolan's Batman films. Then you got Ben Affleck darker again. But this is this is almost a horror film.
2: Yeah. The one thing I got from this was texture. You know, the texture of everything in this film is really, really important. The lived in look, you've got the hard armour of Batman, you've got the soft leather of Catwoman, you've got the worn out, rainwashed, shabby look of, of Gotham, you know, shabby villains, duct tape, gloom. It's all texture, texture, texture. He really does understand cinema, you know, show, don't tell. Mm -hmm. You get all that, and you think, "Oh, blimey!" And everybody looks shabby. The cops are all their shirts are hanging out, and the Commissioner Gordon in a tweed suit that's always wet. It was just so well done.
1: Yeah, I think it really gets the the atmosphere that you want out of Gotham. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the TV show Gotham. I love this city, and I see it going to hell. I think this place is cursed. But I won't let it fall apart without a fight. I feel like that is probably the closest I've ever seen to the feel that you get when you read Batman comics. Mm. Because it has a timeless vibe. All the cars are kind of 70s. Yeah. But they have cell phones. But the tech is low. Like, it's all low tech. But then it's really high tech. Every decade of this kind of darker Batman story has been mushed into to this singular timeline. And the uh, the look and feel of it is fantastic, even though the storytelling is a little bit all over the place.
0: Yeah, Anton Furst, who did the production design on Batman back in 89, the Michael Keaton film, I mean, that, again, seemed to have a direct parallel to this. It felt that oppressive, overgrown nature. Is, mm. is Do you think that's correct or not?
1: I think so. It, it, it hits a sweet point between the gothic style and then the realism. Yeah. Whereas the Burtons are just, there's no realism to the, the Gotham at all. It's all style and no substance.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: I know what you mean. I mean, it's basically Metropolis, but dark. Yes. yes. What are your thoughts on Colin Farrell? He was great. Yet if I hadn't known who he was, I would have not yeah. known who he was. No, not a clue. Not no. a clue. <laughs> yeah. Not he, a clue. He went
0: out to a Starbucks in full makeup, got loads of looks, but nobody knew who he was. So for me, I would say certainly my highlight of the year so far. What about yourselves?
2: What are your highlights of the year so far?
1: You know, I I forget even what's come out. To be honest, yeah, me
2: too. I'm just looking at my list. Belfast for me was great. I loved that. I have not yet seen Belfast. I lived that. Yeah, uh, Nightmare Alley again. Another incredibly dark film. Yeah. Operation Mincemeat, The Northman, Doctor Strange. You lost it. Then you was going so well.
0: Um, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I've just ordered the Blu ray of that. Story still makes you uncomfortable. What, licorice yeah. pizza? Yeah. Ooh. This is interesting. Is it because of the age difference between the characters?
1: Well, that and uh, we're, we've had uh, several high profile cases of uh, older women teachers uh, sleeping with younger students. Okay. Here in the US, it's, Ooh, it's kind uh, of been yeah. a, an issue.
2: She's an older woman, but she's not in that position of power, is she? I think that's the the thing that always wears me with it. teacher yeah. and, and and child in the in the class. And I'm using child because they are children. Yeah. She's not in that position of power. She's just an older girl that he really likes. And, yeah,
1: I think it it takes advantage of the fact that it's set in an older time. Yes. So you don't get the like. It's it's the same as you know when you read a book about. You know, a guy who was twenty-five marrying a sixteen-year-old back in the early nineteen hundreds—that was just kind of what happened. And so it's 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 uncomfortable, but it's not—you know—you don't want to kill the guy, yeah. like you would nowadays.
2: <clears throat> and, yeah. and, I think... and and I think—and I mean—in those days, they had de saying it has to be half your age plus seven—that's the minimum that you're well, allowed to to marry.
1: Well, and then I you mean... have Leonardo DiCaprio just breaking all those norms. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> but, half his yes. age minus minus 15 <laughs> so, yeah. yeah
0: think as well if you're and again i was similar to that age of that character at that time mm. but, I, but i do think if you know any young guy who's about 15 16 years old you know what women do they like it's always someone older it certainly was for me but mm. it's always somebody older I, I, I'm not saying about teachers. Do you have those sort of thoughts about Welsh teachers? You give an electric shock treatment, <laughs> um, but uh, no, no, no. And certainly, uh, you know people like uh, Carolyn Monroe and uh, people like that who were older. But yeah. uh, but you had that sort of you know pin-up mentality i guess at that time that's so a that's
1: good point yeah, pin-up
2: well, mentality. like
1: there's yeah. there's the the pin-up mentality then there's the um so it's the reciprocation of the feelings that yes where you run into some issues yeah. yeah but
0: but i think the thing in licorice pizza what struck me at the end of the film is yes they're together at the end they've they've had that first kiss but it's clearly a relationship that cannot last. No, because they
2: drive each other mad.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, that scene earlier in the film where she saw them as the kids they were and she's beyond that. And yeah. you just knew that was going to fragment, that was going to split. It, it just wouldn't be together. But it just ended at that point where for that one moment they were together in, yeah, they kissed. But that was as far as it went. And I think, yeah, you, you could see that it just wouldn't last. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's
1: nice that it kept it more chaste rather than going Absolutely. into the, uh, the full yeah. Um, yeah. American beauty. I haven't oh. seen that in years. Uh,
0: yeah, I must have a look at that again at some point. I know the original film was very different to what was released. They re-edited it like mad.
1: So, so we're I'll trying be... to get it down from an N17. Probably, probably. Ooh. I don't know.
0: I mean, it was Mendes' first film, wasn't it? So yeah. we'll see where that goes. That's interesting. That's interesting. So this is only a short, so we won't uh, keep our listeners going for much longer. But I do have a final question for you, Elijah. In all seriousness now, are you settled for this one? Okay. From, I'm not. Uh... Uh, from, yeah, right. From June the 22nd, Paramount Plus launches in the UK. So in all seriousness, would you recommend Halo to our <laughs> UK listeners who will
1: get it on that day? Well... <laughs> Um, It depends. If your idea of a Halo show, again, this is a show based on military science fiction series of games and novels that is all about the plight of humanity against an alien race that wants to wipe them out completely. So it's humanity fighting against extinction. And instead of getting that, you get a master chief who strips down naked um, explores his feelings, gets to show his butt a lot on screen. <laughs> um, falls in love with a girl randomly and he and the girl have sex because well obviously that was everyone's fan fiction <laughs> um, and spend absolutely zero time, sorry, I take that back, spend three entire minutes focusing on the threat that the covenant poses in the first eight episodes of the show. then it's the show for you.
2: The master chief was enhanced and trained for one purpose. To win this war, he and the other Spartans are our only effective weapons against the Covenant.
1: If you want something that has good writing, great sci-fi elements, great characters, great effects, and tells a really good story, watch The Expanse. Yeah, yeah, well, there's nothing to compare. It is, I'm, I don't know why I'm still watching it. Maybe it's like watching a train wreck, you know?
2: I'm watching it for the little girl story. You know the little, the no. the, the young no. girl. No, yeah, that, that's that's, no. and that's another thing that's weird about it. So you got no. Master Chief, no. and, the, want and the
1: di- I've wanted her to die since the first episode. <laughs> I haven't seen a more annoying character on the screen in a long time.
2: <laughs> oh boy, um, no, she's okay. She, it's it's all nonsense what she does and why why she's her fr-
1: useless. She, she's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes out of her mouth. It's just like I want to strangle you, child. Not actual child. I think she's like eighteen or something. So Is she, she meant to be eighteen? Yes, she looks. I like don't her. even know. I no, do. I think it goes a flashback, and she's supposed to be like in her mid-teens, and then this one yeah. she's almost an adult because she's about to leave All right. and go off yeah. and do her own thing. But like her entire plot line, none of it makes any sense.
2: Well, well and that's the problem. None of the makes any sense at all they're trying to set up this big macguffin with the uh the alien artifact and uh, that doesn't really work and the internal politics are a bit oversold yeah
1: it's not only a macguffin it's a thing that if you touch it and fondle it it'll make you do your O face
2: <laughs> oh and that is not an exaggeration
1: out. that might have to come out <laughs> Can bleep that whole thing
2: out, if yeah, you right, okay. But, um, <laughs> we we shall think. but yeah, I mean, but oh, yeah. and it's nothing compared to the other uh, show that I'm watching at the minute from America, which is Star Trek, the new Star Trek Strange new, new Worlds, world. New Worlds, isn't it? Yes, that is excellent. That's gone right back to the original Star Trek. It's really good.
1: I haven't tried it, I haven't heard anything good about like Picard or Discovery or any of but those.
2: Picard and Discovery were. Not a step up. I think this is a step up. Well, that's good to hear. And uh, this week they focused on Uhuru. And that's really interesting. Where her, and they give you a lot of her backstory. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then they have a resolution. After exactly. that child. No, no there's <laughs> none of that Spock's <laughs> child. And there's, he mentions his sister once. There's a clever little bit about James T. Kirk. Um, but apart from all of that, I, it's a really good show. I'm enjoying it.
1: They don't have a new Spock in this, do they?
2: Yeah, they do have a new Spock in it, and he's very uh, good. The young lad who plays him is very good.
1: You know, I think the uh, the Star Trek films that came out recently, I say recently, like 2009, the casting that they did for all the characters was perfect. Hmm. Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto as the leads, and Alton Yel- Yelchin, may rest in peace. Yeah. As well as uh, Zoe Saldana as Ahura. Um, uh, yeah. And Keith Urban Gosh, I'm forgetting the doctor's name McCoy Yeah oh, yeah, They're all so, so good And sadly we got Star Trek Beyond
0: Yep Yeah Yeah, I know The first one was spot on And then it just lost it from there
1: Like it opened so many opportunities This alternate universe You could do anything yeah, And it's like, yeah. hey, what if we made Star Trek 2 Wrath of Khan But yeah. switched it
0: Yep. Yeah. And now you've cut me with paper. Do you want to pour lemon juice on it, Elijah? <laughs>
1: um, yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> the ridiculous. guys who wrote Star Trek Beyond are the showrunners for the uh, Rings of Power show. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although um I did see some tweets from some people connected to one of the seminars or one of the 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 yeah, the, the Tolkien, Tolkien. Yeah,
1: there's a there's a the Tolkien professor. Then there's the guys at the it, Tolkien, the Tolkien Society. Professor. All yeah. that. And all of them had some like positive things to say about the passion of the showrunners and their knowledge of Tolkien and some of the answers that they gave. But I don't know, like up the marketing for this show so far has been the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I have never seen a YouTube trailer for a show get ratioed to the tune of 115,000 likes to 1. 1.4 million dislikes. So to end
0: on something positive on the short, are you going to see Top Gun Maverick when it comes out? I plan on it. Will I be able
1: to actually? I have no idea, but I plan on okay. it for sure. <laughs>
0: well, in in a couple of weeks' time, shall we get back together and chat about it because we're not doing we're doing a special review show, uh, and we won't be reviewing new features that month. So uh, it'd be worth chatting about Top Gun Maverick with you once you've seen it. Sure. Yeah, excellent.
1: I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I love the director.
0: Yes, he did um, uh, the um, Tron film, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Oh. Tron, um, Oblivion, Leg- Only the Brave. Legacy. Isn't that Tron Legacy? Yes. All, all three of them were excellent films. I'm not going to watch Tron again. Well, yeah, didn't we review that one? one a long time ago?
2: I th- no, we, re- we reviewed the original Tron. Okay, I can re- I can remember quite, this is when I started in computer science and coming out of the cinema, going, "Oh, I might as well give up." Then
1: <laughs> it was
2: just <laughs> a, so incredibly advanced what they were doing on the screen. Yeah, and I was sitting there with an eighty character terminal. Yeah, not fun.
0: Okay, so that was the first of our series of shorts that we could be doing, and uh, we'll come back to you with a couple of these that we put out. We'll be catching up with films. And TV shows, for that matter, because I think that's touched Mm. on something here that we don't normally do, uh, unless we're talking to Deck, of course. But we'll catch up on some unusual TV shows and some films with Elijah and get the view from both sides of the Atlantic. Elijah, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Elijah.
1: Thank you.